O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, September 23rd. It's hard to believe that we are almost at the top of the mountain. In about two more weeks, we will complete our reading through the entire Bible in one year. On September 29th, we begin the new Torah reading cycle, starting with Breshit, Genesis 1-1. For those of you who have been listening throughout the past year, way to go! The Word of God is what protects us against deception and delusion. In the world we now live in, finding truth is something you have to seek after with all of your heart, because there are so many lies being pushed and promoted through the mainstream media. We must love truth and seek after truth. Truth is a person, and that person is Yeshua. We are warned about a strong, deluding spirit that will be present in the end days, as it is written in 2 Thessalonians 2, 9-12. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion, that they should believe the lie, that they may all be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Beloved, I believe we are rapidly approaching the end days, so guard your mind and your heart by staying in the Word and staying close to Yeshua. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion for Feast of Tabernacles. Ezekiel 38, 19-23 In my jealousy and blazing anger I promise a mighty shaking in the land of Israel on that day. All living things, the fish in the sea, the birds of the sky, the animals of the field, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people on earth will quake in terror at my presence. Mountains will be thrown down, cliffs will crumble, walls will fall to the earth. I will summon the sword against you on all the hills of Israel, says the Sovereign Lord. Your men will turn their swords against each other. I will punish you and your armies with disease and bloodshed. I will send torrential rain, hailstorms, 
fire, and burning sulfur. In this way, I will show my greatness and holiness, and I will make myself known to all the nations of the world. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Isaiah 41, 17-43.13 When the poor and needy search for water, and there is none, and their tongues are parched from thirst, then I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will never abandon them. I will open up rivers for them on the high plateaus. I will give them fountains of water in the valleys. I will fill the desert with pools of water. Rivers fed by springs will flow across the parched ground. I will plant trees in the barren desert, cedar, acacia, myrtle, olive, cypress, fir, and pine. I am doing this so all who see this miracle will understand what it means, that it is the Lord who has done this, the Holy One of Israel, who created it. Present the case for your idols, says the Lord. Let them show what they can do, says the King of Israel. Let them try to tell us what happened long ago so that they may consider the evidence, or let them tell us what the future holds so we can know what's going to happen. Yes, tell us what will occur in the days ahead. Then we will know you are gods. In fact, do anything, good or bad. Do something that will amaze and frighten us. But no, you are less than nothing and can do nothing at all. Those who choose you pollute themselves. But I have stirred up a leader who will approach from the north. From the east he will call on my name. I will give him victory over kings and princes. He will trample them as a potter treads on clay. Who told you from the beginning that this would happen? Who predicted this, making you admit that he was right? No one said a word. I was the first to tell Zion, Look! Help is on the way. I will send Jerusalem a messenger with good news. Not one of your idols told you this. Not one gave any answer when I asked. See, they are all foolish, worthless things. All your idols are as empty as the wind. Look at my servant whom I strengthen. He is my chosen one who pleases me. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. He will bring justice to all who have been wronged. He will not falter or lose heart until justice prevails throughout the earth. Even distant lands beyond the sea will wait for his instruction. God the Lord created the heavens and stretched them out. He created the earth and everything in it. He gives breath to everyone, life to everyone who walks the earth. And it is he who says, I, the Lord, have called you to demonstrate my righteousness. I will take you by the hand and guard you, and I will give you to my people Israel as a symbol of my covenant with them. And you will be a light to guide the nations. You will open the eyes of the blind. You will free the captives from prison, releasing those who sit in dark dungeons. I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not give my glory to anyone else, nor share my praise with carved idols. Everything I prophesied has come true, and now I will prophesy again. I will tell you the future before it happens.
Sing a new song to the Lord. Sing his praises from the ends of the earth. Sing, all you who sail the seas, all you who live in distant coastlands. Join in the chorus, you desert towns. Let the villages of Kedar rejoice. Let the people of Selah sing for joy. Shout praises from the mountaintops. Let the whole world glorify the Lord. Let it sing his praise. The Lord will march forth like a mighty hero. He will come out like a warrior full of fury. He will shout his battle cry and crush all his enemies. He will say, I have long been silent. Yes, I have restrained myself. But now, like a woman in labor, I will cry and groan and pant. I will level the mountains and hills and blight all their greenery. I will turn the rivers into dry land and will dry up all the pools. I will lead blind Israel down a new path, guiding them along an unfamiliar way. I will brighten the darkness before them and smooth out the road ahead of them. Yes, I will indeed do these things. I will not forsake them, but those who trust in idols, who say, You are our gods, will be turned away in shame. Listen, you who are deaf. Look and see, you blind, who is as blind as my own people, my servant? Who is as deaf as my messenger? Who is as blind as my chosen people, the servant of the Lord? You see and recognize what is right, but refuse to act on it. You hear with your ears, but you really don't listen. Because he is righteous, the Lord has exalted his glorious Torah. But his own people have been robbed and plundered, enslaved, imprisoned, and trapped. They are fair game for anyone and have no one to protect them, no one to take them back home. Who will hear these lessons from the past and see the ruin that awaits you in the future? Who allowed Israel to be robbed and hurt? It was the Lord against whom we sinned, for the people would not walk in his path, nor would they obey his law. Therefore he poured out his fury on them and destroyed them in battle. They were enveloped in flames, but they still refused to understand. They were consumed by fire, but they did not learn their lesson. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters... I will be with you. When you go through the rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours, because you are precious to me. You are honored, and I love you. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will gather you and your children from east and west. I will say to the north and south, Bring my sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth, Bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. 
Bring out the people who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. Gather the nations together. Assemble the peoples of the world. Which of their idols has ever foretold such things? Which can predict what will happen tomorrow? Where are the witnesses of such predictions? Who can verify that they spoke the truth? But you are my witnesses, O Israel, says the Lord. You are my servant. You have been chosen to know me and believe in me and understand that I alone am God. There is no other God. There never has been and there never will be. I, yes, I am Yahweh, and there is no other Savior. First, I predicted your rescue. Then I saved you and proclaimed it to the world. No foreign god has ever done this. You are witnesses that I am the only God, says the Lord. From eternity to eternity, I am God. No one can snatch anyone out of my hand. No one can undo what I have done. Ephesians 2, 1-22 Once you believers were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. You used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the Spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy, and He loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when he raised Yeshua from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Yeshua and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Yeshua. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness toward us, as shown in all he has has done for us are united with Yeshua. God saved you by His grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Yeshua, so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews, who were proud of their circumcision, even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days you were living apart from Yeshua. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. But now you have been united with Yeshua. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to Him through the blood of Yeshua. For Yeshua Himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people 
when in his own body on the cross he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commands and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new man from the two groups. Together as one body, Yeshua reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and our hostility toward each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him, and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Yeshua has done for us. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens, along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together we are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, and the cornerstone is Yeshua himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his Spirit. Psalm 67, 1-7 May God be merciful and bless us. May his face smile with favor on us. May your ways be known throughout the earth, your saving power among people everywhere. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Let the whole world sing for joy because you govern the nations with justice and guide the people of the whole world. May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Then the earth will yield its harvests, and God, our God, will richly bless us. Yes, God will bless us, and people all over the world will fear him. Proverbs 23, 29-35 Who has anguish? Who has sorrow? Who is always fighting? Who is always complaining? Who has unnecessary bruises? Who has bloodshot eyes? It is the one who spends long hours in the taverns trying out new drinks. Don't gaze at the wine seeing how red it is, how it sparkles in the cup, how smoothly it goes down. For in the end, it bites like a poisonous snake. It stings like a viper. You will see hallucinations, and you will say crazy things. You will stagger like a sailor tossed at sea, clinging to a swaying mast. And you will say, They hit me, but I didn't feel it. I didn't even know it when they beat me up. When will I wake up so I can look for another drink? I want to speak to you today from Isaiah chapter 43, and then we're going to jump into Ephesians chapter 2. And in Isaiah chapter 43, we hear some great words of encouragement, and I want to unpack this for you a bit, because it is future prophetic, and it really has a lot to do with the days that we are now living in. It begins with, But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you, O Israel, the one who formed you. Who is he talking to? We have to look closely at the words and understand their definitions. 
Now, O Jacob. So Jacob, the house of Jacob, the family of Jacob, Jacob had 12 sons. These 12 sons became the 12 tribes of Israel. One of those tribes is Joseph. So Judah, the tribe of Judah, gave rise to the southern kingdom, also known as the Jews. But the ten tribes of the north, when the kingdom split in two, the ten tribes of the north, which includes Joseph, is the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel. So that includes you and I, those people of faith who believe in and have trust in and faith in the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Yahweh, Yeshua. Those people is included in the O Jacob, O Israel, that these verses are speaking to. So it includes both Jews and non-Jews in this passage. Let me read it again. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you, says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. We are rapidly coming into those days, and they are upon us, beloved. I know people, personally, who have lost their jobs, been fired, or they quit, or they were terminated or they did early retirement because they refused to take the jab. And now they're wondering, how is God going to provide for myself and my family? People are going through tremendous uh, difficulties and trials and tribulations right now. These are words of great comfort and hope that God is with us through it all. Now, continuing on, starting in verses 5 and 6 and 7. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will gather you and your children from east and west. This is future prophetic. He's going to gather us from all the corners of the earth. He goes on to say in verse 6, I will say to the north and south, Bring my sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth. This is Ramez's hint of the future exodus to come. He is going to gather us from all corners of the earth and return us home to the land of Israel. This is also spoken of in Deuteronomy chapter 30, in Ezekiel chapter 20, in Jeremiah 23 verses 7 and 8, and in many other places. But here it is right here. This is the promise that he's going to bring us. This is not just speaking to the Jews. This is speaking to the whole house of Israel, to the house of Jacob. That is God's family, the house of Jacob, all 12 tribes of Israel. He's going to bring the sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth. Verse 7, bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. So this is coming. 
And when it looks darker and darker and more and more difficult, and we scratch our head and wonder, what is this nation coming to? What is this world coming to? All this authoritarianism, the extreme totalitarianism and fascism and tyranny in France, in Australia, and even now in the U.S. with Biden decreeing that all private companies with 100 employees or more must mandate that their employees get the jab. This is tyranny. This is fascism. This is illegal and unconstitutional. And I hope and pray that many will simply not comply. Do not comply. So we are, the darkness of tyranny is descending upon the nations of the earth. But God, his light, his power, his truth, and his promise tells us, don't be afraid. I am with you, and I'm going to gather you. Okay, now I want to jump into Ephesians chapter 2. And in Ephesians chapter 2, a very significant passage is there that we read today about the wall that has long been between Jew and Christian, between Jew and non-Jew, between Jew and Gentile, that that wall is going to come down, the wall of hostility, the wall of anti-Semitism, the wall of hatred that has been there to divide us is going to come down and God, Yeshua, is going to make the two into one. He's going to make us into one new man. Let's read that passage. Verse chapter 2 verse 14 for Yeshua himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new man from the two groups. Together as one body, Yeshua reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and our hostility toward each other was put to death. So, beloved, there has been many centuries of terrible persecution against the Jewish people done by Christians, by our church forefathers, done in the name of Christ. So it began with the Crusades, the Inquisition, and then the Holocaust, and German Nazis that wore belt buckles. The belt buckle said, In God we trust, as they hauled off Jews on the death trains to the death camps. So what this passage is saying is that that wall that has separated us will be brought down and we will become one people once again. So um, I've seen this picture in the spirit a long time and it really resonates with me. I'm going to share it with you and then I'm going to back it up with scripture. And in this picture, this vision, I've seen two sheep folds. Two different sheepfolds, two different pastures, and there's a fence around the pasture, a fence between them, dividing these two sheepfolds up. And in one sheepfold over here, you you could say are the Christians, the non-Jewish believers. 
uh, of the God of Israel. And they're all over here in this other, in this one pasture. And on the other side of the fence is another pasture of sheep. And these are the Jewish believers in the God of Israel. So what makes things different between us is that the Jewish fold, sheepfold, they believe in God the Father, in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They follow him and have trust in him, but they do not see yet or believe yet in the Son, Yeshua, the Messiah. So that's the main distinction between us. And God is saying he's going to make these two sheepfolds into one sheepfold. And how or when might he do that? So let's take a look at Hosea chapter 1, verses 10 and 11, where it is written, Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured or numbered, and it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people. There it shall be said to them, You are the sons of the living God. Then the children of Judah, that is the Jewish sheepfold, and the children of Israel, that is the Christian sheepfold, the non-Jewish sheepfold, shall be gathered together and appoint for themselves one head, and they shall come up out of the land, for great will be the day of Jezreel. So these two sheepfolds are going to become one sheepfold with one shepherd, and that shepherd is Yeshua. So, or Yotevavhe, Yahweh, our Elohim. So we are in the process of becoming one new man. And what's very exciting to see of how the Father is moving is that we have a new fellowship that formed about mm, nine months ago. It's called the Land of Israel Fellowship, and it was raised up by the Spirit of God, and Jeremy Gimpel and Ari Abramovitz are the two leaders, along with Jeremy's wife, and they they live in Judah, in the Judean hills, in Israel. They are Orthodox Jews, and they've opened up this Land of Israel Fellowship to people of faith. So we have Jews and non-Jews, Christians, who are part of this fellowship. And if you go to the website, thelandofisrael.com, there's a link that says the Land of Israel Fellowship, the fellowship, and you can join for a small fee each month. And they meet on Sunday mornings. It's a Zoom meeting, and it's literally a living connection to... uh, the Jewish people from the land of Israel, inviting us to study Torah with them live, weekly. It is truly a picture, I believe, of this one new man beginning to emerge, of no more the wall between us, but now we are invited to the table to dine with them, to learn and study the the Word of God with them. And um, it's God's Spirit drawing us together in unity, in one accord. How blessed it is when the brethren dwell together in unity. It is like oil dripping down Aaron's beard from his head to his beard all the way to his toes. So I invite you to check it out, thelandofisrael.com, and then click on the link that says The Fellowship and reconnect 
with the Hebrew roots of your faith. So it's very exciting to see this one new man emerging and, and coming forth. Uh, and the wall that has the wall of hostility and hatred that has been there for centuries between Jews and Christians, that the wall is being dismantled. It is melting away literally before our eyes. Because, beloved, in the days ahead, we are going to need each other very much as we face the dark days that are descending upon the nations of the earth. So, beloved, look up, keep your eyes on Yeshua, keep your eyes on Him and on His Word, and stay connected in fellowship with other believers of like mind and heart and spirit. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Adonai Vish Mareka Yaya Adonai Anavilaka Vikuneka Isa Adonai Anav Eleka Vayaseh Leka Leka The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.